Okay, good morning, gentlemen. Pray with him for him. Okay, well, believe it or not, we're going to go backwards. Uh, so, um, we're going to try the, the cases you can get complicated and get lost in. And um, they're, they're fun, too, but um, we're not going to get into the specific cases in a huge way because I want to get the format of what the Gemara is trying to do. And once you see the Gemara itself is not really difficult, then you can go back and learn the cases and figure them out. Because the, there's, there's 15 cases. And if you really want to do it right, you would take the rules of the Gemara and work them through 15 cases. It would take about six hours or so, and, uh, or maybe, or whatever, depending on how quick you are. Um, but the, what's actually going on, as far as the format of the Gemara, is really pretty straightforward. Um, it starts on um, Tess Summit Aleph 9b, um, about 10 lines up from the bottom. Let's see. Omerle Levi Larebi. It all started with Levi. Levi caused all the trouble over here. Levi said to Rebbe, uh, who was the one who put the Mishnah together, my Iriyadatani Tesla, we're on Testament Bays. We're going to read quickly through yesterday's Gemara. We won't take more than two or three minutes. You'll see to get through it, uh, just to tell you where we are now. So Levi started the trouble over here. He said to Rebbe, why did the Mishnah pick, why when you wrote to put the Mishnah together and you said 15 forbidden women, uh, you should have listed 16. Because I found a case that was another relative that's missing from the Mishnah. So, So, Rebbe answered him very sharply, Are you missing brain in your skull? Very strong uh, words, which we'll, we'll see why it's relevant. So, now the question are, what are the cases that are missing from the Mishnah? So, um, there's going to be two main ones, and we're going to keep on coming back to these two. The first one is a relative, through, not through marriage, through a child that's born out of wedlock. Fascinating case. Um, there's actually an argument about a child born out of, uh, uh, out of that case, out of wedlock, because the Torah speaks of a child um, uh, born through marriage. So that's called anusas aviv, where the father was, uh, had, uh, uh, um, coerced a woman, uh, emo, anusas aviv. So that so why didn't the Mishnah list that case? So very simple answer that Rebbe gave. Uh, that's a pluksa. The Rebbe Yehuda Rabbanu a pluksa lo kamiri. Rebbe gave a very simple. Or the Gemara gave a simple answer that we didn't want to list cases that were um, there were debates about. We wanted to stick to cases that there was consensus. Our Mishnah, when it listed the 15, those are 15 that everybody agrees on. But we didn't want to get into that other case because that's an argument. So then the Gemara says, well, what do you mean there's no arguments here? Uh, there are some cases coming up later about uh, women that are forbidden uh, either rabbinically or through labim, and those are listed, uh, um, and uh, uh, those cases there's arguments about. Uh, so the and those made it to the Mishnah. So you see quite clearly there are cases of arguments. So that's more of a Pirkin coming. We're talking about in, in our chapter. Our chapter, the first 15, those only list cases that there was consensus. 
what's coming up later, there's plenty of time for <coughs> arguments later. That's, but our mission has started with 15 cases that were, I, the more it says, the whole idea of our mission was not only are the, are the for, relatives forbidden, but even the co-wife, the tsaras are forbidden. And we're saying that everybody agreed. Didn't Beis Shammai disagree with that? Beis Shammai permitted the co-wives. Lachim or Beis Hillel Osram, Beis Hillel forbid. So Beis Shammai, Beis Hillel, we say, yeah, that's Beis Shammai. That's not even an argument. That's not considered an argument. Okay. Variation. Now, so, so far we've had really one case that was left out, which is our, there's an argument about that was the child out of wedlock. And we'll come back to that. Now we get the second case that there's an argument about. As we turn the page to Pligi Rabban and Rabbi Shimon. What about, and we're now on Tesbi, on Tesamid Base. There's the case of the brother that's born later. Um, and that's an argument. And that's listed. Um, so the Gemara said that case, which we'll talk about a little more today, um, it, it, they only argue if the child is born after the Yibum takes place. Meaning, or, or the chalitza, or the, in other words, there, there's, there's uh, uh, brothers that are alive. One brother dies without children. The other brother goes and marries the wife and does yibam or chalitza. And then later, a new brother is born. So he wasn't even in the world at that time. Or so uh, the question is, does, uh, um, if, that, if the next brother dies, the one that did yibam or chalitza, so now the brother that was not alive at the time of the first brother, he's now alive at the time of the second brother. Can he marry that woman, uh, the Yavama? So since that woman uh, was his first brother's wife, he can't marry her now, even though the Torah takes off the problem of a brother's wife. That's only the brother's wife that falls to you to Yibam. Right, he was never, he never had Zika. No, there was no Zika to him. He was never... Correct. Right, and so even though it's, it's very interesting, normally you don't worry about marrying the brother's wife. That's the whole idea. You take over the brother's marriage. But here, since he wasn't even here at the first time, so he never got that brother's wife taken off. In other words, the Torah, normally the Torah says you could never marry your brother's wife. Here is a very unique circumstance where the Torah says... You know, you put on the brother's shoe, you can be the brother, so to speak. But this brother wasn't even in existence when that happened. So this first, when he comes into the world, this lady is his deceased brother's wife. He couldn't dream of marrying her. So even though she's now the new brother's wife, and so when the new brother dies, you'd say, okay, come step up to the plate. He'd say, no, because... It was the old brother's wife, and I can't, I can't marry your brother's wife. So that's actually... Doesn't, doesn't retroactively go back. Correct. That's right. That's right. Well, that's the argument. That is the argument. Uh, whether it does or not. Correct. Ah. So, um, so the more... So why don't we talk about the case where he was born before the Yibam? In other words, he was born before the other brother did it, and so then there's no argument. Um, so there, there is a way to list that case. Below Paul Shimon. But the only thing is, uh, we, we're saying there's a case where they don't argue. No, they argue on that case. But the Gemara says, Well, we threw that out. That whether they do argue, they don't argue. So, uh, we're, uh, so far, we've, we've knocked off the challenges. Uh, again, the original question was, we listed 15 cases. Levi asked about a 16th. 
And we said, Levy's question is a dumb question. I hate to use that word. Uh, it was a question without a brain. Uh, <coughs> dumb almost sounds horrible, you know. It's a, a, a question. If you say I have no brain in his head, it sounds like it's, it's worse than a dumb question. So I, I noticed that in our school, I was looking on this yesterday, last night, the our school brought down that whenever Rebbe spoke to one of his kids in a strong way, they looked at it like, like very musserish. They looked at it like, What's the muster? What's hiding in in his words? And it was like they were all very special. I, I, I know the name a lot. No, but I, somehow you know they 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 enjoy. I don't know. Take a look. That was I, I noticed it yesterday. The kid next to me had a. Certain rebellion can get away with things. In other words, saying things a certain way because you know it's just their their way they talk or something. They learned they, from the rebuke or something like that. Right. That's right. I, I wouldn't try it nowadays no, because it, it, it was. Yeah. It would, Right, that's right. Um, okay, but at any rate, so, um, so we solved it by saying that um, why didn't we list those two cases? We showed that those two cases were, there were arguments on, and that's why they didn't make it into the Mishnah, and that's why Levi's question was a bad question. Now, we keep on going, though, with the questions on this idea. Yeah, but it's a bad question, but in the meantime, we have a... <laughs> oh, we're not even done yet. Yeah. So there's a, again, these are all things that are coming up later. So. Yeah, that's right. When I so, ask you a question, they don't have a black Gemara. That's right. So. Um, he says, um, so later on, he says, all of these 15 cases will work out into a complex uh, situation that he wants to talk about later, meaning that there's 15 forbidden women. So we, with later on, there's a case of four brothers, and uh, two of them are married to two sisters. And um, uh, over there, it talks about what about if they would be one of these other forbidden women and two brothers die at the same time. Uh, when we get to that case, we'll, that was that first Rashi that we started to explain a little bit. Um, and there was a question whether you could do yibum, you could you only do chalitza, can you do nothing? What what what's, what happens over there? Um, over there, it, it's just to give you an idea of the fun. Is we establish an idea called zika. Zika means when uh, a person's brother dies without children, and the new brother um, is the one that uh, and he's only let's say there's only one brother that makes it easy if there's multiple brothers there's a whole question if there's multiple zikas and, but let's say there's only one brother so he's now <coughs> expected to step up to the plate and he's really connected to his yavama everybody he's going to he's supposed to wed this yavama or send her away with chalitza so that connection to that yavama neither one of them is supposed to continue on their lives till they solve whether or not she should get Yibam or Chalitza. So he's called the Kuka. He's called connected to this woman. This, uh, this, this is, uh, in other words, his deceased brother's wife. In a certain way, the Torah already um, <coughs> connected him to this woman. He's already proposed to the woman, even though he doesn't know it. Meaning that he, if he were to marry her, he doesn't have to give her a ring. He doesn't have to say her at Mikudashiously. It's as if the brothers, he took over the brother's marriage. And right now, he's allowed in his brother's bed. He's married to her. But he has the option of slipping away, removing the shoe, letting her spit. I'll get out of here. Right? But he, it's as if he's already married to her. And he can't just ignore her. He either has to fully marry her or do chalitza. 
So that's called zakuka. But what the problem is, if there's two wives, and those two wives are sisters, okay, and the two brothers died at the same time, and there's two sisters, and you can't be zakuka to two sisters at the same time. Because you can't possibly marry two sisters. So that's going to be the question, how to, what happens in that scenario when you have two zakukas. Um, uh, but at any rate, that's all coming up. We can look forward to that, or if you want, you could do the Rashi. But he says, in all those cases where if the, the solution is, what if you have another brother that isn't related to one of those women, then he's, he's, he, he would be able to do Yidmur Chalitza. So he, he could Rabbi, just pick one of them. He could just pick one, right. So Rabbi Yudah Al-Marav said the Ketanah Bekulam on all of those, um, those six brothers, I could work out a case where one is forbidden and one is permitted. And I'm sorry, actually all, all of the 15 ervas. In other words, we can take those forbidden women and fit it into that case of the six brothers later. And uh, the woman would only be eligible, uh, could get Yivam or Chalitza. That's what's happening later on. It's the debate about the 15 women, if they fit into that case of the Mishnah later on of the of the um, of the four brothers. Now, Rabbi Huda says, no, not all 15 women would fit into that case. He says, we have to start from the mother-in-law. There's a list, and he holds not all 15, only from the mother-in-law and on. Avashita, Bavi, Deresha, the first six won't fit in. Why? Because um, the case of the daughter would only work out if it's a daughter out of wedlock. Benesuin, a, not, a daughter in marriage, uh, the other brother wouldn't be able to marry. We're not necessarily talking about children out of wedlock. We don't want to stick, we don't want to talk about scandals over here. We, we're not dealing with those kind of cases. But by Mitargam, he learned even the case out of wedlock, even Dashkuke Mishkacha, say there is such a thing. You can have that daughter out of wedlock, or from wedlock. So he didn't have a problem with learning the out-of-wedlock case. But he had a problem of the brother that wasn't born. Uh, why didn't he have a problem? It only works like one opinion. So he, did, he learned there was no arguments in our Mishnah. So then that case wouldn't fit. Rev Safra, he fit that case in. He learned it in the case of the six brothers, like Rev Shimon. As we turn to today's page, the six cases. So, um, so again, at the, the Mishnah later on that gets into the case of the four brothers uh, wants to, says a statement about how many of, that, of those four brothers will the case work if one of the brothers is married to a forbidden woman? Will it work in all 15 cases or not? Or will it work only in nine cases? Or will it only work in certain cases? That's the discussion. So, um, El El Rebbe. So, um, uh, the thing that the Gemara now said is, uh, we are now learning uh, these cases uh, with the case of an argument. And um, uh, based on what we learn later, we do seem to accept that there are arguments in the Mishnah. Either the case of the... Uh, we, had, uh, we tried to throw them out earlier today about the case of the out-of-wedlock and the case of the brother that wasn't existing. But according to Rebbe, those cases are included that are controversial. So we're back to the drawing board. 
um, we do seem to learn arguments in the Mishnah. So what we initially said is that we didn't, but now we see that you did. So we've got a big problem. Why did he yell at Levi for asking about the 16th case? Because we don't list arguments in the Mishnah, we do. So um, Levi, it turns out, was, was not such a bad question. So we'll have to get back to that in a second. So El the Rebbe, so the Gemara wants to say, maybe Rebbe doesn't agree with that rule. Hani Kali Lesley, maybe he doesn't agree with that rule that the Mishnah doesn't list um, arguments. He says, no, we don't want to say he doesn't hold of that rule. There's two rules we're talking about. One is the rule that our Mishnah, when it listed the 15 cases, was listing cases that we can all agree on. And the second one was that the Mishnah later with the four brothers will work on all the, on, on all the 15 cases. Those are the two general rules. So does Rebbe agree to that or not? So he wants to say, What about the case? So, uh, so this is how he's going to have to read it. Emo anusis aviv, in the case where the mother was coerced, the Mishkachasle will only work in one case, but Tartilo, but not in two cases. Why? E Yaakov Bezachias Anas. In a case, we're talking about the case of the four brothers. So, what you, in order for that to work, you'd have to have two brothers coercing two women. I guess it runs in the family. Who I don't were know. Sisters? Who were sisters, yes. <laughs> okay. Nice. Yeah. Uh, the two brothers, they had, a, sometimes it has to do with neighbors or who's in the same building or whatever. But that one should be permitted and one forbidden, you won't find. The Eva Beis Nachwis on us. Now, if these, uh, if, they, they're, if they're two sisters, then there's a problem of Zika to two sisters, as we mentioned. But if they're not two sisters, then you, you, the case where the woman was coerced, it would work. Um, but the case... Um, Ravashi, he says, Really, Rebbe doesn't have to hold of any of these rules. And really, you could have controversial cases that there are arguments about. So if it's not a real marriage, why is there Zika taking effect? Why is it it even falling to Yibu? Do we recognize it? Is that a condition? Is that a full... That's going to be today's discussion, really. In other words, someone's... um, Someone's married to someone who they're not supposed to. Does the uh, are that considered married? What was what if the brother married someone he's not allowed to marry? That's that's going to be one of the questions. Yeah. So really, but now the more is saying, let's take the easy. We can solve all these problems by just saying that we do learn cases that there are arguments about, like we list later. So, but the, then we have a problem. Why did Rebbe say How did how did Rebbe yell at Levi and say that's a ter- that's a terrible question? <laughs> uh, what. Uh, so the cover, the Sahaki cover, like, really, we did learn cases that were arguments. So why didn't we want to learn Levy's case? The answer is, he had a, his question was on Levy. My time below, He said, when you asked your question about the Mishnah should have listed a second <coughs> case, you weren't looking at the wording carefully. Uh, you didn't look carefully at the words. The Rebbe Yehuda, he, the Oser Banusis of it. Our Mishnah is going like Rebbe Yehuda, who forbids the person to marry the woman who the father had coerced. That's really the whole debate about the case, was 
you're not allowed to marry a father's wife. Are you al- allowed to marry the father's girlfriend or the one that, f- that was coerced by the father? Oh, I was wondering about that. Okay. So, so that's, that's the... Um, uh, so you would have seen that our Mishnah goes like Rabbi Yehuda. You were asking why didn't we list a case where he married a daughter from out of... A brother married a daughter from out of wedlock um, because uh, our Mishnah is going like Rabbi Yehuda who says he's not allowed to marry a daughter out of wedlock. Uh, uh-huh. So it could be the Anusa was she agreed. Um, it, it's talking about over here, basically, that even though it calls her Anus, it just means she was coerced. She was either talked into it or she was not really asked. Um, uh, just so, not with just not with Kedushin. So, um, but he's asking, there is a case where. If he did force her, then if, if she wanted, he'd have to marry her. But um, uh, the chances are that she wouldn't, you know, he already has a wife, first of all. <laughs> so um, it'd be up to her. So, um, so you'd have to say the case is she chose not to force him into it. Uh, she didn't really want to marry that guy anyways, if he forced her. Right. So Diktani, um, yeah. And how would he have seen that we don't hold like that, Rabbi Huda? Because later on, there's a list of six uh, Arayas Chamuras Mela. These six forbidden women are not so strict. At least there could be a marriage. There are six other women that you can't marry uh, that are listed later. They could marry other people. So we're saying Mutaris. And in those cases, if they married uh, another person and the wife was a co-wife of them, they'd be permitted. That's like his mother, Aviv or the wife of his father, or the sister of his father. So what is that case of the mother? The one who the father married, that's Eshes Aviv. So clearly, if there's a mother who's not the father's wife, it must be Anusis Aviv. It means the, the father's girlfriend, so to speak, the one who the father coerced. Yes, yeah. Uh, and she married someone else. So... Um, and who's the one who holds of that case? That's Mansur Haiswar of Yehuda. He says you're not allowed to marry, uh, a son's not allowed to marry the woman who the father coerced. Uh, so that's why he felt the question was uh, without a brain, because if he had just been Medayik that way, he would have figured it out. It's actually quite pretty complicated, but he, <coughs> he, he, he was saying that if he had gone through that, he would have known that that question wasn't a good question. Okay. He says, even like Reb Yehuda, he's not supposed to marry her, but what happens if he did? Who said we're talking about people who follow the rules? Over here? Yeah. He, uh, I mean, it's, his father didn't follow the rules, so maybe he didn't follow the rules and married her. So the more it says, we're not learning those kind of cases where people ignore the rules. Even if you don't have a case like that, we could come up with a case uh, where he followed the rules. Uh, what is that case? <coughs> and now he gets the uh, He coerced his daughter-in-law. Listen, so let's think about this for a second. His son is married to a woman. Um, and he had relations, the father had relations with his daughter-in-law. Uh, and then the, um, and they had a child. The son was still alive. 
Now then, the son died. Umeis Ruvain below Banim. Right. So now, the father had a daughter, a, a son with his daughter-in-law. Now, the daughter-in-law's son is a brother of her husband. Right. He's a brother to her husband. He's a brother to his father. Right? So when the, the, the husband of the daughter-in-law dies, so the, 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 uh, his, the son from his brother, the illegitimate son, falls, has to yibum his mother. <laughs> He's a son and a grandson. Right, right. So let's, let's just take that case. You have a man that has a daughter-in-law. It's a country song. Right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Alabama. Right. That's right. I'm my own grandfather. Right. Right. So, so the 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 father has a daughter-in-law, and he's not supposed to. That's this his son's wife, but he he forces he 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 has a child with that daughter-in-law. That husband, child. While while the husband was while they were married. While they were married, so it comes out she has a child. From the grandfather, but not from the from her husband. Now then, her husband died without children, so all available brothers are on call to do yibum. So this child that was born from uh, her father is also his brother, because anybody that's a child of the father, a half brother from the father. So that's the question, but the problem is that the, his Yavama is his mother. So everybody would agree, <coughs> and she falls in front of her son. Uh, and obviously the son can't marry his mother for Yibam, but what about the other wives? Since she's off limits, Sarasa Nami Asra. So uh, we could have learned that case. So Amalei Bachosa de Teira Kamari, Bachosa de Sura Lo Kamari. We're not talking. Um, uh, we're talking about normal cases. We're not talking about forbidden cases. But uh, achvasa. This word achvasa means brothers. We're talking about brother, legit. legit brothers, not not brothers that are you know from the father that nobody talks about. Right? We're not talking about this guy. It's going to be very strange to everybody. Everybody says, "What do you mean, died without kids? He's got a kid." Oh no, no, that's his father's kid. Right? right that's the. Uh, there's no, there's no here. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Right. So, so um, now, once Levi heard from Rebbe that that was a bad question, so do you think that Levi went home and sulked and said, you know, oh, he's going to try again. So that's the next statement. Uh, and even though... Uh, Rashi, the Afopi, less than line. This is a lesson. Afopi, the Hadu Rebbe Levi, Kadumani, Sheinlo Mo, Bekodko. It appears to me like your question, you don't have any brains. So uh, Levi's still going to ask questions. He's got more to say. So, Bodko Levi Masnison. Levi checked into the Mishnah, the Tani Levi, and Levi learned the following. He says, Imo Pami Paterasarasu, Pamim Enapadarasarasu. Sometimes a mother can exempt a co wife and sometimes not. Kate said. Um, so he, he's continuing on his questioning of the Mishnah. Um, let's say the mother, wow, a novel idea, she was married to the father, okay? The mother was married to the father. 
and then she marries um, uh, a half-brother uh, from the father's side, Umais. One second, how did this work? Um, yeah, uh, this is a case where this was an illegal marriage. <laughs> okay, it wasn't an out-of-wedlock marriage. Uh, the mother married uh, uh, a son of her father, uh, married his brother. Um, but she's not supposed to marry a... It could have been from a different marriage, but she's still not supposed to marry a son of, of her husband. Is, is the Nisuan Chal in that case? No, it's not. Um, Rashi... She's not allowed to be married. If you marry your father's wife, you get cut off. I mean, come on, in Kedushin Tos Krisis. So, according to everybody, and when this wicked uh, person that married his aunt, <coughs> married his, no, married his father's wife, Lo Nafel Zu Liyavam Lifnei Bana. So she's not going to fall to Yibam to her son, Delav Eshes Achu. She's not married to the brother, Vein Pater Saraso. Really, it's a non marriage. It looks like a marriage, but it's not. Right, that's but sort it, of what I was asking. Like, yeah. it had to be a marriage in order for there to be a Zika. Correct. That's exactly what we're saying, yeah. How about according to Rabbi Huda? Um, he holds that, 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 that such a woman is also awesome, right? Right, right, that's right. So, May Zui Imo Shein Pater Saraso. As we turn the page. Uh, the same case, uh, but um, uh, uh, the same case, but instead of being th- uh, uh, the mother through marriage, it was the mother through coercion. This is Rabbi Huda. That's a case of a mother that could exempt, because like uh, Rabbi Huda, he could marry that mother. And he says, even though I know that our rabbis, he's asking for trouble, this rabbi, he says, <laughs> even though I know you said 15, Yeshlan, the host of Sheh Sheshrik, he goes zoo. So, Omer Le'Rishak, Hesu Rabbi Yochan, the Levi, the Omar, the Nami Katani, so, um, that was the, that was what Levi was thinking. But, but nobody doesn't answer him, though. somebody else does. Yeah, somebody else does. Yeah. So, he says, like Levi saying, um, that we even learn a case where somebody went ahead and married somebody they shouldn't, um, what about the case? Uh, so now the Gemara wants to throw in a new case that we're going to talk, spend the rest of today talking about. Uh, what about if somebody gave his his um, his yevimto his chalitza? Uh, he said, "I don't want to marry you," and then later on he changed his mind. Now there are certain people that um, that's a natural thing. Once you can't have her anymore, you change your mind. I mean, Klai Yisrael, we were we're told we were supposed to want to go into Eretz Israel. And then the ship said, no, you're going to die in the desert. Okay, now we'll go, right? So that's a, and, and the ship said, no, it's too late. No, 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 we're going to go. We have a Muna now. That, there's a certain nature that there are people that always, something that they, refu- because they said no before, they want to go back and rehash, right? That's a, that's a we know that gene. That's a certain gene. So what about Hacholus Levimto? He said, uh, no, no, he's not ready to marry this woman. And then later on, he changes his mind. And she got chalitza now. And he, he's Makadish her. He proposes to her. Uh, and uh, Vikincha, and he, um, uh, he marries her. Yeah, but that wouldn't be a dead man's kid. That'll be his own kid. Because he already pottered her. He already pottered her. 
But he's uh, oh, he would be stepping in. He would be stepping in his brother's shoes. He's not his brother's shoes. Now it's his shoes. That's it. Right. No. So. Uh, so that's what we're going to talk about. Right. Oh, below and and now he dies without. Uh, so now he dies without kids. Domigo de ihi asura. Now uh, you can't marry this. Uh, the other brothers can't marry this uh, this woman who was already had um, um, kalitza. So sarasa nami asura. Uh, this uh, the co-wife also can't be married in that case because it's off limits. This was an off limits marriage. So why didn't the Mishnah learn that case? That's because a different brother can't marry her. None of the brothers can marry her. And, then, and the cases in our Mishnah uh, were cases where they, another brother could marry her that, and there could be another, uh, other wives. Well, why don't we ask, answer this differently? Why don't we say this brother that married her uh, was, will be whipped for it? That's what's called, there are certain women, if you marry them, you get whipped for them. They're chayve lavin. And you're not supposed to marry your chalutza. The Lavman, um, but they are, uh, so then the Gemara says, yeah, but the Lavman e chalitza but can you give chalitza and yibon to, are, are you obligated to give chalitza to somebody that married someone that's chayve lavin? So, the dvor of Komerle. So, actually, this is the argument. His opinion is that a wife that, even though they're not supposed to marry in a case where the marriage works, there could be chalitza v'yivam. El lididach, but according to you, who holds this chayve krisis, that the woman who is given chalitza is chayve krisis. So let's go back a second to the case. Person has a brother, and the brother died without children, and he's the man uh, uh, the, uh, that should give this woman chalitza or yivam. And even though this woman is his brother's wife, and you can never marry your brother's wife, we know if you do Yibam, the Torah takes off the brother's wife, <laughs> takes off that problem. <coughs> so he gives her Chalitza. So the question is, did he get the brother's wife taken off or not? So when he chooses later on to marry her, is she his brother's wife or is she not his brother's wife? She was his brother's wife, but he stepped into his brother's shoes. But then he rejected her. So does she go back to be, is it that she would have been his brother's wife if he had worn his brother's shoes? And then that would have fallen off. But he didn't put on his brother's shoe. He said, get out of here. And, and she took off the shoe and, spit, and she spat at him. She, so there, she remains his brother's wife. And should he choose to marry her later, he's not able. Or no, once the Torah gave him the option of her not being his brother's wife because he could marry her. So she's not his brother's wife anymore. She, but on the other hand, he, she's Chayve Lavin because he gave her Chalitza. He's not supposed to change his mind. So is she Chayve Lavin or is she Chayve Krisis? That is the question. Lefish ain't a bit but none of the brothers would be allowed to marry her. Uh, where is this discussion? A person gives Chalitza to their Yavimto because of a kitchen, then he proposes. Omri Shlakish, who ain't a Chayve Chalitza Chorus. He wouldn't be chayv chorus uh, if he marries her. Ba'achim, but the other brothers chayv achalutza chorus. Valatzora bein hu bein alachim chayv chayavim. But the co-wife would be obligated. Valatzora uh, chorus. Rabbi Yochanan says bein hu bein alachim ain't chayv lo achalutza chorus valatzora chorus. Nobody's chayv chorus. Why not? My time to reish lakish omakra asher lo yivna. 
Reish Lakish says, the Torah is telling you he didn't build. Once you lose that opportunity, if you don't build, it's too late. You're not going to build later. He stays with, he's not a builder. Uh, the brothers, they never, they never rejected her. So if she mar- now that she married him and he dies, they could take her. They stay the same. Or did they stay the same and it's the brother's wife? It's like Yibu yeah. removes everybody. Yeah. Doesn't Chalitza remove everybody? That is the question. Yeah. Uh, the co-wife is okay. So, what's his argument? Is it possible that originally any brother who wanted could have given her Chalitza? And now you're going to tell me that they'll get cut off for marrying her? How could that be? So the Mora wants to say, how did it work when there's multiple brothers? <coughs> he becomes a messenger for them. See, we're trying to say what happens to the other brothers in this equation when one brother goes ahead and gives Chalitza. He's acting on their behalf, on the behalf of the family. So he. Question, though, right? Whether he is or not. That's correct. Whether but, he's speaking for the others. Yeah. Now, she and so there's multiple brothers and there's multiple wives. So one brother gives chalitza to one wife. So how do we look at the other brothers and how do we look at that other wife? So we're saying that he's working on behalf of the brothers, and this wife is working on behalf of the co-wife. So whatever takes place here with this wife and this brother is going to affect the co-wife and affect the other brothers. Uh, the other brothers need to give chalitza. I say that it's only chalitza. That's why they need to give chalitza from the brothers. But according to you, that this brother took care uh, this brother is a messenger that my sweet chalitza. That they be bikaris. Well, the tamech ain't a seifa, but he says, well, according to the way you're learning, let's look at the next case. One of the brothers go, jumps up and marries her. Ain't lo a love klum. It's not a marriage if he if he proposes to her. If it's only chayvelavin, why is it not a marriage? So Omar Rosheish is safe us in Rebbe Kiva. Uh, well, it might be going like Rebbe Kiva, who says that you can't marry a chayvelavin. But then it should have said v'diver Rebbe Kiva. But why didn't it say v'diver Rebbe Kiva lo a love klum? Kasha, that's a difficulty. So we've got some, a lot of difficulties here. Uh, but, uh, but we have a gishmak, a very uh, interesting machlokas, how to look at this whole uh, situation of um, uh, when one brother goes and uh, gives chalitza, and then he goes and changes his mind and marries her, according to the view that she could be married, and then he dies, and then the other brothers have the same wife reappear. Um, is it, does she need chalitza or not? Friendly can pour him, everybody. Okay.